Hey everyone, happy holidays, welcome to the Rayhart Rundown. What's up everyone, Merry Christmas. Or Happy Hanukkah, you know. Which, yeah, whichever at this point. Yeah, exactly. There's even a word for like all of the holidays right now. Happy I, holidays? No, is that, I, can't is that the even, word? I can't even say it. It's like Chris, Chris Mahanaka Wanzaka. <laughs> <laughs> you can literally look it up. It's on, I know it's on the Urban Dictionary. It's politically correct term for all the winter holidays. Oh, right on. Yeah, Chris Mahanaka Wanaka Saka. I, I'm butchering it, but whatever. Uh, okay. So, um, thank you for everyone on Patreon who voted in the poll last week. Oh, yeah. For the which which of the Christmas movies we will be diving into. And I did. I dove into the top movies. The top three were Elf, Rudolph, and Christmas Story, all tied. And then there was the the extra was obscure Christmas films, like obscure holiday stuff. Now, finding obscure stuff in, like, obscure holiday behind-the-scenes stuff is a fucking nightmare because nobody watched them enough to, you know what I'm saying? To, right. I, don't, I dare say to give a shit, but nobody watched them enough to... Like the snowman? Right. Like Nobody knows what the hell that is. But, yeah. like, me and you grew up with the little snowman... Uh, st- and, st- a little stuffed snowman from that movie under our Christmas tree. Surprisingly enough, that I actually have behind the scenes for. Oh, right. Yeah, on. I found stuff on that one, surprisingly enough. But we'll get into that towards the end. So jumping off, though, right at the gate, the first one we'll talk about is Rudolph. Classic, animated, like the claymation. The claymation one? Yeah, by Rankin Bass. Was that, was, what was that? Out of all the claymation films that you can remember, mm-hmm. is that... What, what I should say, let me phrase that. What other claymation films from that era or that time frame can you remember? Claymation wise, for um, Rudolph, like Rudolph, Gumby, right? Um, what was the um, uh, what the fuck was his name? Uh, something Bob or Bill? Bob the Builder? No, not Bob the Builder. <laughs> it's claymation. No, is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, um. Anyway, no, it was fuck. What was his Mr. name? Mr. Bill. Mr. Yeah, it was no, okay, Mr. Mr. Bill. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, that's that guy? Mr. Bill. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Bill. Well, Rankin and Bass. And actually... then later on, it became like Chicken Run. But right. That well, was like claymation and CGI. I'm pretty sure, right? No, that was strictly claymation. Was, was it? That's done by the same people that did Wallace and Gromit. Oh right. So it's probably just their style of uh, totally different style. Yeah. So the other things, just I'm just gonna go through. I mean, we have a lot, so I'm just gonna like kind of. Go quickly. Mm-hmm. Feel free to jump in anytime. Okay. If you want to talk about it. No, yeah. I didn't really prepare for any of the movie stuff. so And that's fine. So, like I said, first thing is the voice acting for the film Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Rankin Bass mm-hmm. was done in Toronto. And the animation was all done in Japan. So, totally two separate sides of the world. Yeah. The whole film took 18 months to do. Sounds about right for a claymation. Yeah, and they you use a technology or I say technology, they used a, a setup called two frame shot versus the one frame. Right. So before, like when you do some people know when you do claymation, you pose it, take a snap, pose, take a snap, pose, take a snap. And you have to do like it's, frame by frame. Yeah, it's 30, 30 movements and twenty for one for one second. Twenty four to thirty. Well, for Rudolph, if you watch in it, it's not that smooth. It's right. kind of jittery. They jump around. Right. And there's a kind of a delay in a lot. So what it's called, it's called a two-frame shot. And what it is, is they take two frames to every for every movement. So it gives it a little bit of a delay. 
It's and also a hell of a lot easier. It is. It sounds a lot. <laughs> it's a lot more footage for a lot. Like less work. I'm sitting here thinking about the work behind that. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that would be so much easier and so and much faster. Still, and it literally still took them 18 months. Yeah, exactly. 18 months. Uh, but it, when it really when it originally released, it originally released in black and white, 1964, and it was oh, on shit. it was on television. Uh, you remember the story though. It is, and just side note, it is currently the longest running TV special in history. Oh, right on. For the holidays, um, I'm but, shocked. It's a wonderful life. Didn't grab that, but all right. Yeah, but I think in this case, it's also had a lot of people uh, vying for its rights. Mm. Like it was a, it was like a struggle between NBC and CBS back and forth. And now I think they both partially own it. It's fucking weird. But the um, so you remember the you remember do you remember the film? You remember the film? Yeah, You've of course. It. Okay, so the dentist. I forget his name, but it was he, released in 1964. And you remember when Rudolph and Hermie the elf? Hermie, yeah. Yes. That's it. Hermie the elf, they go to the Island of Misfit Toys. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, we're at the Island of Misfit Toys. And the toys are like, no, I'm a spark gun that shoots jelly. And I'm a train with square wheels. And right. I'm a cowboy that rides an ostrich and all that bullshit. Yeah. So Too bad it wasn't a peacock. But <laughs> right. Go ahead. But so the original, <laughs> the original like storyline and the way it was written in the script and everything. Is Hermie and Rudolph are like, that sucks. Bye. <laughs> Fucking split. <laughs> they like, they're like, we don't even give. F- yeah, you're broken. Fuck you. You belong here. That's kind of like literally. And and the original script ends with just like Santa Claus riding into the fucking moon, and the misfit toys are just like eat bags of dicks because you guys aren't going anywhere but on the island. <laughs> that's your deal, <laughs> right? Oh, that's fucked. Yeah. So the. The audience was watching it back in 1964 and was like, you know, they they clamor to these characters because they're like, those are interesting. You know, those are different. I'd play with that toy type thing. You know, that type of mentality. Complaints started pouring in to the television stations about the misfit toys should get their own film or they should be what the fuck. So a year later, 1965, they actually had to reshoot and rewrite the entire sequence where Santa Claus stops and picks up all the misfit toys. Oh, no shit. So if you kind of watch it, if you watch, it's a very short sequence that they put back in or they, they've added into it. But you can, when, you, when Santa Claus like lands the sled, he doesn't even get out. They like do very minimal animation to make this work. Right. So he kind of like doesn't even get out. They all just kind of fucking hop in just like, oh my God, and we're in. So you can even kind of tell by the Santa Claus, it looks, I want to say a little cleaner, a little smoother than the previous one so it was like clearly an added in scene yeah uh but that was something that was that was changed just because you know the audience this pre-internet was all like we don't like it fucking fix it kind of like the whole sonic debacle oh yeah <laughs> so um also there was big controversy over the we're a couple of misfits song so there's a version that came out of rudolph the red-nosed reindeer where Hermie the Elf and Rudolph sing a song called Fame and Fortune. Fame and fortune, fame and fortune. And they sing this whole big old thing. Well, the reason why that was even put in was it was in there originally and they took it out because it just kind of felt awkward. Mm-hmm. But the song We're a Couple of Misfits was owned, the rights were owned by somebody else. So they had to come up with Fame and Fortune to fill its spot. So oh. there was a, there's been a couple of years where there were a couple of misfit songs was was not included in Rudolph, 
and CBS had to buy the rights and then bring it back in, but then they fucked it up and they used the animation from Fame and Fortune. So there's multiple versions of Rudolph out there that are just back ass words. No shit. Yeah. And it all depends on which version you buy. Like if you bought their anniversary edition, you get the the way it's supposed to be. But if you bought like the Fox Home Entertainment Edition, which is like basically the old VHS version, mm-hmm. that had Fame and Fortune and was all fucked up. And if you recorded off a television in the nineties, it had were a couple of misfits, but the animation was wrong. Like it was it was a nightmare. I looked into I dove and I was like, Holy crap, this is, I didn't realize it. Like you just think it's all part of it and you just watch it and since you only watch it once a year, it's kind of like you don't you're not thinking you're missing anything. Right. You think it's complete. You know what I'm saying? Like you remember I don't I don't know how much you remember of the movie, but you remember where Yukon Cornelius, the guy that was like the dog sled? Yeah. And he would like throw his pickaxe up and it would like land on the ground and he would like lick dude, it like that, a fucking creeper. Dude, that guy was my favorite though. Okay, but, <laughs> like <laughs> he, he was. He'd lick it like a creeper. He was, that okay, guy but was he was awesome. He was, he was like oh, like <laughs> and he would lick <laughs> And he would lick his shit. <laughs> he would lick his his piss, his pickaxe, like a. <laughs> Dude, the sound effect you just made for that was so wrong. This, oh but you know God. what I'm saying. But you know that's the sound effect, okay? But he would lick it, and you were, every year I was like, "Yo, why does he keep eating the snow? What's wrong?" And he would say, "Oh, nothing." He would get all pissed. There was a removed scene that explained why he did that. <laughs> it was actually added back in recently. I saw it on television the other night, and it explained it, and I was like, that's why. So at the very end of the film, when Santa Claus takes off... <laughs> I yeah, you're still going, Dude, it's in my head now. It can't still, get out. You're still... <laughs> I'm just going to make that sound and put a picture on Patreon of that. Uh, the <laughs> When Rudolph takes... <laughs> Rudolph and Santa Claus take off, Cornelius comes out of the house and he's all like, he tells his dogs that are not listening. If you remember, they don't listen to him at all. And he's like, that's how you do it. That's how you mush. And he throws his pickaxe up again and it lands. And he picks it back up and he licks it again. (laughs) All fucking licky and shit. And does that. And then he's like, I found it. Peppermint. A peppermint mine. So the whole time he was tasting it to to find a peppermint mine. But they don't explain that because they dropped that scene years ago. (laughs) So he's just fucking licking. So he's axe. just fucking licking his licking his pickaxe all the time. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> for the most part, that's your that's your dive into Rudolph. A little. There's a lot. There's probably a lot more random stuff. Like there's a big question of like, um, everyone kind of feels like Hermie the Elf's a psychopath. Oh, see, he, I could definitely get a serial killer vibe from him. Okay, but he wants to be a dentist, and that's all fine and good. But then, like when the Bumble. Gets knocked out. He just fucking, like a psycho, just removes his teeth. No Novocaine, no anything. Just like, I like to pull fucking raw teeth out. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I mean. He's like kind I, of a psycho. I, I get it. The other thing is, if you look, Hermie the elf is actually the only one that doesn't have pointed ears. Yeah, so he's not an elf. Right. So he's kind of like, every, every, there's a big online theory of that he is related to Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's like that type of scenario. Yeah, no, I mean that's actually uh, that very well might how uh, that very well might be how the movie Elf came about. I would love to say yes to that, but I'm going to use that as a lead in to move on to Elf. Okay, because Elf had a huge, huge references to Rudolph, like John Favreau, uh, the one who he actually directed Elf. This was one of his yeah, first one direct, of the best guys directing. in Hollywood right. right now. First directing outing. He's right. He's in the Mandalorian. Yep. Uh, he's, he's, he's the reason why we have Iron Man. Yep. Uh, so he's Star Wars, Marvel, 
Well, he did. He Elf. even did Lion King, dude. He the did live action, right? And he did Elf. So I mean, this guy he knows his shit. It's John yeah. Favreau. But John Favreau, and for those of you that may not know what he looks like, he actually does a small cameo in Elf as uh, no, the Doctor. He's been in a lot. Okay. He was Iron Man's bodyguard. He was in Couples Retreat, right? As the one that right. like, never got along with his he, wife. He is an actor. Yeah, that's how he got. He his was start in Swingers, I think it was. Yeah, Swingers, right? So he's in that movie Chef, which is actually a really great movie on Netflix. But but he does make a cameo in Elf as the Doctor. He also does a, a cameo as the voice of the narwhal that comes up out of the water when Buddy's leaving. Where he goes, yeah, bye, buddy. I've Hope only you seen, find your dad. I've only seen bits and parts of Elf. Oh my god, I know that is a classic. Bro. I know, I know. It's well, been on gonna, my list for years. Okay, well, I you're gonna never... this year. You're gonna watch it, and I'm gonna tell you all this shit. So now you're gonna be looking for it. So now there's that. <laughs> uh, so James Caan plays Will Ferrell's father in Elf, and when he got the script, he was like, "I don't want anything to do with a movie called Elf." No shit. So his manager changed it to like changed just he didn't want it to even have a title. I guess he I don't know man he just want people to see him. He's reading a movie called Elf. So was, they changed the title to Elk, and gave it back to him, and he was like, "Yeah, <laughs> okay, right. sure, weird." I know that was that was an odd find. I, I'm like, dude, what's the big deal? Uh, but I guess they expected James Conn to kind of be like an uptight because he's from The Godfather, you know? He's yeah. like kind of like this uptight. So Will Ferrell and John Favreau during the filming, was all like, let's play a prank on him. And they decorated the his trailer with a Christmas tree made out of um, printed pictures of porn. <laughs> <laughs> to try to lighten the mood. I, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, they were making a, they're making a, a, a kid's film, essentially, a family film. Yeah. But they've got this very serious actor, and they're, they're trying to break him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So even at the point... And the director of photography got James Caan to break a little bit. At the scene, there's a scene where uh, he takes Buddy the Elf to the doctor with John Favreau. Yeah. And he takes him to the doctor and he's like, I'm going to do a blood test. We're going to prick your finger. We're going to see if you're really my son. So the DP, the director of photography, tells Will Ferrell, scream. Like, as soon as he pricks your finger, just like, it's not in the script, just scream, like bloody scream. Will Ferrell does it. And if you watch the film, you can actually see this. When John Favreau walks over to the doctor and pricks his little finger, and Will Ferrell does that like high girly scream, James Caan loses it and turns towards Will Ferrell, puts his back completely to the camera. You can kind of see it because they cut it, but he like has to put his head down because he starts losing he starts dying laughing. And they actually leave the scene in, in the film. Uh <laughs> some other uh behind the scenes, real quick. Uh um, I know you haven't seen it, but sorry, I'm gonna have to. No, it's fine. Go for it. I, uh, like I said, I've seen bits and parts. Honestly, my favorite part of the ones that I've seen, right, was when he goes into the office and there's the the little person that's like the yep. executive or whatever. He goes, "Does Santa know that you've left the workshop?" He goes, "Say it to me one more time." <laughs> <laughs> like kicks his ass. The guy from uh, Game of Thrones, right? Pete, uh, I forgot his name. I know who you're talking about though. Yeah. Like, dude, I, I lose it every time. This shit's hilarious. So, Buddy and Jovi, the girl he gets with, yeah, their, their future, they're going forward. At the end, they have a baby. Not at the very end of the film, but it shows like it shows like later on. Right. The little kid sitting on Bob Newhart's lap is actually John Favreau's son. So oh, that's right. A little, on. Yeah, he got his son in there because it's like, oh, it's like something he wanted to be proud of something he could show his son. 
So the fact that he even got his son in there was even cooler. Uh, the other, another speaking of the babies, the opening scene where they show Buddy as a baby was originally a set of twin boys, but they would not stop crying, which mm. I can totally relate to a little bit about like nonstop screaming. So they actually had to get a set of triplet girls <laughs> to play the role. So in that film, they they end up swapping out. It's actually a little girl that's dressed as like was supposed to be Buddy as a kid, oh, okay. as a baby that ends up crawling into Santa's bag or whatever. Uh, and then going from there, so Peter Billingsley, and I say that name, it's very it's almost synonymous with Christmas when I tell you who it really is. Peter Billingsley is the actor that played Ralphie in A Christmas Story. Okay, okay, he is actually in Elf. Well, well which I, I know everyone's well, I'm like curious well, if I, I but know the scene so. At the part where where Will Ferrell's like, I can't make toys. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muffin, or whatever the whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Billingsley is the one dressed in red with the really, like, super blue eyes that's all like, oh, no, buddy, you're not a cotton-headed ninny muffin. You're, you know, you just have your own special talents, like that type of thing. So the one, the elf dressed in red is actually Peter Billingsley, the actor, who's actually good friends with John Favreau. Uh, and played as Ralphie in A Christmas Story. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so another little insight there. But uh, so for the most part, the only other thing I have is the the outfits from Elf are heavily, heavily referenced, I should say, with Rudolph. Right. And uh, they, well, inspired. Inspired, right. And the animation, the clay, the uh, stop motion for the few clay figures that they have, mm-hmm. they use that two frame thing like we were talking about. Oh, no shit. Just to get it right. So, those type of things. But again, speaking of Peter Billingsley, that drags us right into a Christmas story. Oh, perfect. Everything goes full full motion. Full, full, like everything's connected. Fucking three degrees of Rudolph the Red Nosed <laughs> Reindeer. <laughs> Everybody wants to be. <laughs> they, yeah, okay, but jumping back real quick. Rankin and Bass, though, like. For our childhood, I could say there's going to be there was Christmas they, films that I could show you that you would go, oh yeah. Don't they do like ninety percent of uh, the claymation? Those two brothers. Uh, they did. They don't. Their their business, unfortunately, as of like ten years ago, has been closed down. Well, I mean, they don't really do much claymation anymore. No, but like they were heavily inspired, you know, with Buddy the Elf, and they were heavily inspired with Nightmare Before Christmas. So they kind of set the bar when it comes to. Right, doing stop motion, and it, I want to say the the size of the Rudolph, the size of Santa Claus, and all of this, the characters they worked with were actually really small. Like Rudolph was only like probably about four inches high, versus like I I know in some claymation now they do them they make them really large because it's just easier to to so work move with. around right. and everything right. But these were really small. Like I think the Bumble was eighteen inches. Like, he was the biggest one that they had to work with. Right. So, I don't know. I still want to try it. Oh, no. I definitely would like to try Claymation as well. Like Absolutely. Like, I think we should do our own... Christmas special? Yeah, our own Ray Hart holiday animation. But Well, look for that in (laughs) 18 months. 2022. All right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 18 months for full-time, so... Actually, let's let's shoot for 2024. 36 months (laughs) from now... uh, but no, there was some other, so many other Rankin and Bass claymation films aside from Rudolph. They actually have one called Rudolph's Shiny New Year, where Rudolph has to go and try to find Baby New Year, 
and it's all right yeah I, you're <laughs> just believe me okay. uh, uh the year without a santa claus yeah so there was there's all kinds of rankin and bass you can actually deep dive into rankin and bass they actually did they're the ones that did the car this frosty the snowman cartoon that you remember that's one of the ones that oh, no they, shit. They, they did yeah the one that everyone remembers is frosty you know though with the magician yeah and, and the rabbit and all that yeah and hocus pocus that's actually a rankin bass film Oh no shit! Yeah, they, so there's a lot of there was a lot, a lot, a lot. When you start diving into that company, they just were pumping out holidays. And the best part about holiday movies, and you know this, is, it, we talked about this before. When you do a holiday movie, the residuals keep coming. Yeah, like year after the year. checks keep showing. Why up. do you think Hallmark makes like fucking twelve Christmas yeah, movies a year? It's like I'm pretty sure Macaulay Culkin still gets checks. For Home Alone. Every March from Home Alone playing in December. Yeah. I can almost guarantee it. Uh, <laughs> I know Peter Billingsley, the one that played Ralphie, is mm-hmm. still getting checks for A Christmas Story. Yeah. And he was 12 when they filmed it. He was supposed to play a nine-year-old, but he was 12 when they when he was actually right. filming it. So with A Christmas Story, everyone remembers it because of the <clears throat> Red Rider BB gun. Yeah, you shoot your eye out, kid. Right. Which... Side note, that line was actually originally only used one time in the film. And the director actually said, let's keep doing it. Let's make it a theme. And they kind of he kind of spread it through. Right. So that's why you actually only see it written one time on the paper. And the mother says it one time. And then, of course, they just ah, kept throwing it back in. But again, since we're talking about that, can you remember, let's just go off topic for just a minute, take a break on the behind the scenes and let everyone catch their breath. Okay. The movie A Christmas Story is about the Red Ryder BB gun. Yeah. Now, you remember a couple years ago when Dad got Mom the Red Ryder BB gun? Yes. Do you remember? Does she? The question is, I guess, does she still have the Red Ryder BB gun? I don't know. I know we went out and shot soda cans. Just like the freaking classic movie. Just, yeah. <laughs> but where, where are you going with this, Bob? My point is, can you remember back to A Christmas? Was there ever a Christmas in your past uh-huh. where... The present you got, you still remember getting. Like, everybody, I, I think, everybody has that one Christmas or that one present they got for Christmas that they will not forget. Right. Can you think of one that you're like, is still... Honestly, I think it was from you. And I want to say it was the Nintendo 64 that you had already told me that you were going to get me. But you didn't believe me. But, of course, <laughs> I didn't believe you because that was, like, super fucking expensive gift. For my brother to get me. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I just didn't... Ex- and you were, like, 11 years older than me. You are 11 years older than me, so, you know, you were still... You were, like, 20, right? Was I 9? Yeah. I, I don't know. No. I don't know. You were in your 20s or something, and I just I just didn't believe that you were going to... I was like, he's full of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, no, and then I actually opened it because that was my first game system besides regular Nintendo. I think that was also your first game system that was strictly yours. Yeah. I was it wasn't say, like... something that was actually mine, not handed down to me from Right. You know, or it was like, oh, or... this is the family game system. Right. Like, everybody no, can like, have this a one was yeah. mine. Um Yeah, I would probably say either that or Game Boy Color as well when I got that for Christmas right. with the Pokemon Yellow. 
dude, classic fuck, Pokemon. I fucking played that game so much. You would play it right now. Much. You know you would play oh, it right now. Oh, fuck yeah. I don't care. <laughs> if you could find that it, game you would play it right so now. That game is so much fun. Okay. <laughs> Pokemon aside, that game is so much fun. Like, that, yeah, dude. Because you go around. If you give me a fucking game where I could go around and catch wolves and make them battle fucking bears i would play that shit you, <laughs> in the same way monster hunter is that game yeah but, exactly you know like it would just that game was just so much fun i remember so many christmases and this is going to show that we were spoiled fucking rotten uh but i remember so many christmases getting i don't want to say exactly what i asked for because we weren't that spoiled rotten right but remember like getting the big present i was wanting Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think, I remember getting, I, I remember I was, there, I was really big into the He-Man Masters of the Universe, and I would get <laughs> Castle Grayskull. Or, yeah, you, know, you got the entire castle. I had the castle and, and everything. Mom and sold that shit at a yard sale. $80. For the whole thing. The entire collection of Masters of the Universe lost in yeah. 19, how much, how much 90, is that worth now? 1991 for $80. Yeah, so thanks, how much I, How much is that worth now? I don't, I don't. I about eighty thousand. The, the entire collection, everything, everything except for Eternia. I never, I didn't get Eternia. That was the last piece to come out. I think right before the series started to die. Anyways, see, I think it's funny though. Is as like as I got older and it went from like the games I wanted game systems and laptops and a puppy or it got whatever, more. Yeah, it got more expensive. It started to, but then, then as I got older, I was all like, all right, I want this stuff, but goddamn, I need like clothes <laughs> so now it's like what do you want for christmas i'm like fucking clothes like I, i'm i have one pair of pants you're like back keep washing them back like, at, back when you were 10 you're like socks and underwear again <laughs> yeah now exactly. you're like 30 you're like where's the socks and underwear guys yeah, shit <laughs> fucking gift cards i gotta go buy this shit myself now Jeez, you pick it out yourself but no yeah it's it's funny as i had gotten older and i realized i was all like well like i don't want to go shopping for clothes for myself so just buy me tank tops just, tank, like, <laughs> just lots of tank tops yeah just buy me a fucking pack of white tees we cool uh <laughs> no but like i said i was, uh, i can remember yeah distinctively getting specific gifts like specific i remember when i got my first bike that was actually my bike because once again i'm the youngest of all four of you all four of us and see i don't think you ever got my kid bikes I think because, only because I could think I remember distinctively breaking them. Breaking, breaking yeah. them. Yeah. No, no. I got Rachel and Grace's kid bikes. So, like, oh, my yeah, first dude. bike was, <laughs> oh like, a little purple bike with pink fucking Tom Toms on the They took, like, the streamers and off and they're like, it's fine. We'll put a horn on it. That'll make you cool. Yeah. Had a fucking white basket and shit. I'm pretty sure Dad didn't even bother to spray paint it. No, he didn't. <laughs> he just left the shit purple. And I was like, whatever. It's a bike. I learned how to ride a bike. Like, fuck it. This is what and we're then, doing. And then Rachel and Grace, they would get, like, you know, the fucking... To change the gears and you're like hauling ass on a fucking oh, bike oh, and like shit. The 10 speeds and the. Yeah. yeah. And then I would get their next, and then I would get their next one that they just gave up to get the new one. Right. So now I went from a purple bike to a fucking pink bike. <laughs> you know? The big ass seat. And then that was when I they took the training wheels off because the purple bike was so small or whatever. I needed training wheels to fucking stay on it. Yeah. Um, and then I got the training wheels off on the pink one. And then, because of that, Grace had a red one with the gears and shit, but I learned how to ride, so now I'm stealing her bike all the time. And then she gets pissed, chasing me down the road, Did clotheslines you... me off of the fucking bike. Well, oh, so there's a story behind this. Oh, yeah. Oh, I never told you this no, story? No, I don't know. Oh, Please. my God, dude. 
take a minute. Let's hear this story. So, no, yeah, I, uh, Grace, me and Grace are the only ones home. She's supposed to be watching me. <laughs> and how old is she? How old uh, much older dude, is she? I, I don't know. I don't remember how old we were. I know you had moved out. What is Grace like? Four years older than you? I think so. I think so. I think so. I, I think so. Um, yeah, she's like 33, 34, something like that. Yeah. No, she's three years older than me. Because when I was in... It's not important. I'm just Yeah, curious. either way. So, like, but she was watching me, and I'm like, I'm going to go ride my bike. She goes, no, you're not. You're staying in the house. I said, watch me. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I jumped on her bike and fucking took off. Right. And I'm taunting her. Because it's sibling rivalry. Right. So, like, I'm riding past her, like, oh, what you gonna do? Oh, <laughs> like, and I'm like, hauling ass up and down the street and everything. Right. She's like, what am I gonna do? And she fucking just clotheslines me off of the bike. I do a fucking, <laughs> I, dude, I do a complete backflip off of the bike and just slam my knee into the fucking unpaved road that we had. Dude, I, I, into the gravel road. Yeah. And, I must have been moved literally. Out. I must have been moved out already. Took all the skin off of my knee, and like my entire fucking knee. Wow! And I start screaming immediately, and Grace fucking, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. She we get into the house or whatever, and I'm screaming, and Grace is trying to like bandage me up because she knows she's in trouble. Oh yeah, you know, and and I'm just like screaming, crying or whatever. I must have been eight years old. Um, I'm just like screaming and crying and I'm not stopping screaming. Grace fucking slaps me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. And Uh, I kind of want to call Grace right now. (laughs) Like Grace slaps me in the face and it quieted me for about three seconds because I was just shocked that she just slapped me in the face after she scraped all the skin off of my knee. And so, and then I screamed even louder. She's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and then mom came home and we both got in trouble. Because I wasn't supposed to be on the bike when no one was around. Oh, recognize that I'm you're, calling right you're now. You're calling Grace right now? I'm totally calling her right now. I'm going to I'm gonna tell her what she's on the show. But let's, let's see. Let's see if she answers. If she answers, we'll give her side of the story. Okay. If she doesn't answer, then she don't get a side. It's six o'clock. So. Hello? Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, just so you know, you're on the Ray Hart Rundown right now with me and Adam. Oh, lovely. Okay, so uh, Adam just told us the story of how he stole your bike when you were watching him, and you clotheslined him into the street. Do you want to? Yes. Wa- do you want to weigh in on this? <laughs> um, I don't think we were playing around. We weren't even like arguing or fighting. We were playing. Okay. Well, his recollection of his recollection of the story is that you were that he was teasing you, and you were like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna show you." And you so like if you're trying not to get in trouble right now, recognize that we're way past that. (laughs) Yeah. You don't. You can totally admit to kicking his ass as a little kid. It's totally fine. I mean, we also have it on video that I did. You know. Oh, oh my god! Oh, you bring up California? Bring, bring up the old video of California, oh my god, dude. We gotta find that. We, we'll, we'll we'll dive put it into. On Patreon. We will. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it on Patreon. We'll dive into family um, stuff later. This is still a Christmas episode. We were talking about Christmas 
toys and things that you can remember getting for Christmas. I was talking about when I got my first bike since I kept on getting your all's hand-me-downs. Right. So since you're here, since you're here real quick and you're already on the show right now, what is something you can remember getting for Christmas? Because having a sister three years older than me, we typically got the same thing, but different colors. Okay. Um, I can't really pinpoint. Like what we what we were talking about is is that we were saying that how everybody always remembers at least one Christmas toy or something that they got for Christmas that they just sticks with them. Like for Adam, uh-huh. it was for Adam, it was like the Nintendo sixty four. For me, I distinctively remember getting my pet monster. Back in the day. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a throwback, My huh? Fred Flintstone. Yeah. That was another one. We'll get to that. No, I can't. I can't think of anything, really. It's all just a blur. Everything's a blur. Once you have it's kids, like it's, you know. It's just a blur. All right, like I said, we wanted you, We wanted to get your way in on that. So your, your side of the story is, is that you guys were playing around. Yeah, and I guess we were playing around, and he... I was riding the bike at one point, and he was chasing me, and he would, you know, grab a hold of my shirt, and and then we'd swap, and I chased him, and I guess I, I don't know, <laughs> I, did, I blacked out and just knocked him out. Oh, oh, wow. you blacked, blacked out? out? You blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> he distinctively also remembers you trying to help bandage him up, and then smacking him in the face to shut him up. <laughs> Yeah, okay, she yeah, admits yeah, that so, part. All right, so she knows what we're talking about. Get, I was going to get in trouble. I knew I was going to get in trouble because I didn't the family. So I was going to get in trouble, but I was to shut him up somehow. <laughs> Show him who was boss. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, cool. we got to get back to our show. Thank you, Grace, for playing with us, and uh, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> all right, bye, guys. Bye, Grace. Yeah, all right, so there, there you go. There's the, there's the update. See, in her oh, head, man. she was playing with you. She was playing. Yeah. In your head, you were teasing, which and is probably, if you mix the stories together, it's probably very true. You were yeah. probably teasing her, and she probably got pissed. She probably clotheslined you, even <laughs> though you guys were goofing off. <laughs> Either way. Oh, but back to the toy. My Fred Flintstone. Your fr- I don't it remember this. It was a talking Fred Flintstone ah. like doll. Did it like thing. just talk, or did it like, read stories like the old Teddy Ruxpin? Or... Um... I think it just I think it just talked. I think it was just one of those talking toys. Right. Talking Fred Flintstone toys. And I was really into the Flintstones uh, at that time. I was dude, I must have been six, five five or six years old. Super young. Yeah. I believe you I believe you were still at the house during that time. If yeah, I if you remember were six back or seven, on the probably, um, yeah. if I remember back on the uh the home movies especially. But I that's all I wanted for Christmas was that Fred Flintstone talking toy. And I remember Grace took it Christmas morning after I got it, before I even really got to play with it. Mm-hmm. And she took it, and she started playing with it and everything, and I just got fucking pissed. And I was all like, <laughs> you know what? You can keep it. <laughs> like- okay, well, aside from great toys, that's why I wanted I wanted. To, I was curious. I was always curious. I never got a chance to talk about it. But in the Christmas story mm-hmm. it is all about him as a little boy growing up at christmas trying to get uh ralphie if you will trying to get the red rider bb gun 
and trying to convince his parents to get it or Santa Claus or whatever to get him the Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas. It's a it's a great Christmas classic. Uh, the the whole the whole film was done in two different places. The all of the exterior shots were shot in Cleveland. You can actually go to the Christmas Story house now, and it's still there. Like it's actually a museum. And you can, oh, like, shit. visit it and stuff. In fact, somebody bought it a few years back. If I say a few, it's probably a lot of years back. And remodeled it to look like the house in the movie. Because the interior shots were not anywhere close by. <laughs> right. The interior shots were all it's done. That's most the case for Yeah, I want to say that the interior shots were done out of Canada. But I, uh, I know that, again, I know they were, like... And even that, there's a spot. There is a spot. I mean, there's a scene in that film where Ralphie's got this gun, he's, like, dreaming about having the gun, and he shoots the bad guys out the back. Mm-hmm. They actually did the the outside of all the bad guys, and then the inside of the house, they actually filmed those, like, months apart, and then had to cut them together. Oh, no shit. Yeah, because, because again, inside... Movie magic, baby! Yeah, the outside was I've done, done in Cleveland, <laughs> and the inside I, I... was done elsewhere. Also, so, another little inside tidbit. So, you remember when, in A Christmas Story, when he's walking... Ralphie is like walking right before he gets in the big fight with Scott Farkas and he gets the snowball to the face. Yeah. Like Scott Farkas is like, blam, hits him in the face and he like takes his glasses off or whatever. And he starts, like, he gets all angry. Mm-hmm. He's sitting, he's crying and he gets angry. And he starts fighting. They had to do that take so many times because Peter Billingsley, Ralphie was, had to walk into frame and get hit by the snowball. They hit him with the snowball so many times that in the actual take in the film, He's really crying. Oh, shit. Right. So that kind of, uh, if you watch it now, it kind of brings a little bit of realism to it. He is an actor and he is, you know, professional about it, whatever. But I, he got hit so many times, he just couldn't hold it anymore. So those tears and everything on his face are real because he's actually just sick of getting hit with a fucking snowball. <laughs> um, also, another cool little movie trick, the tongue stuck to the pole. Remember? Yeah. Okay. Where they, <laughs> they convince Flick to stick his tongue to the pole. Mm-hmm. Well, you... That could really happen. It could really be a serious bad situation. They make fun of it and Dumb and Dumber and all that. Right. And on set, they couldn't, because they were filming in Cleveland, and in in some cases it was actually cold, they couldn't take the chance of an actual kid's tongue getting stuck to a real pole. So what you can't see in the film is a tiny hole, probably about half the size of a dime, is in, in the pole where he sticks his tongue, and they use a vacuum on the other end of the pole. So it just, like, basically the pole just sucks his tongue, and that's how he's able to kind of pull away a little bit without, mm-hmm. you know, not as long as he doesn't pull too far away. But that's how the little kid actor. And keep in mind, all of, okay, so Peter Billingsley was playing a, a nine-year-old, and he was 12. The other kids were, like, 15, 16 years old. Oh, no shit. They're all supposed to play way younger, but they were way older than than him playing those playing those roles. Um. A couple little cameos in the film. So the guy who originally wrote the film, he actually does a cameo in the film uh, when Ralphie goes to visit Santa Claus, and he tells Ralphie, the line starts back there. Oh, okay. That's him. And the lady next to him is his actual wife. So that's his little cameo, if anybody... Gene Shepard, I think his name is. And that's his little cameo, if you're curious on what he looked like. And in the scene where the... (laughs) This is wild. But you remember the little scene where... He's going to meet Santa Claus, and he's standing in line, and there's that kid with, like, 
the fucking flight helmet on and those goggles, and he's just like staring at Ralphie. Yeah. And he's all like, what do you want for Christmas? (laughs) That kid was not acting. Peter Billingsley's awkwardness to not want to talk to him was not part of it and not in the script. They like saw the kid in the store and was all like, because they actually couldn't close the store to film because it was close to the holiday or whatever. Right. So they saw the kid in the store and they were like, oh, we're going to use this kid. So they just put the kid next to him and that kid just staring at Peter Billingsley like that is just a kid being the kid. No shit. So even like, so you watch Ralphie's reaction to him when you watch the film and it just like, he just watched it. That awkwardness is real. <laughs> I was like, Oh, um, Randy, the younger brother, when going up to visit Santa Claus mm-hmm. was f- terrified of the slide. So when he actually comes down that slide and he's crying the whole way down, it's all real. Oh, no they shit. They did it in one take. So, unfortunately, Randy's parents, of course, were on hand because you can't film without, without the, the parents, parents, right? right. Um, so, or some yeah, sort of him, guardian. him coming down the slide was a real, real tiered take. Um, Peter Billingsley, also Ralphie, when he comes down the stairs in the bunny outfit, it's actually also all done on like one or two takes because he didn't want to wear it. Like, he really didn't want to wear it. <laughs> he was embarrassed in front of cast and crew wearing it. So when he came down the stairs, his reaction to is is real as well. So that's why he like when they tell him to take it off, he can and he runs upstairs like super fast for that right after that scene. It's yeah. all like so he could get that stupid costume off. Yeah, so again, oh, the screenwriter slash narrator, the voiceover is I don't know, I think I already said that, but the voiceover that's narrating the film was mm-hmm. actually the guy who wrote it. Oh, right on. Um and the director of the film makes a small cameo. That's the last. This is the last piece, piece of well, two more pieces of information I have. One is the, the director makes a cameo when the father's outside trying to set up the leg lamp, and he's like a little bit more to the left, a little bit more to the right, right there. And then the the guy walks up and he goes, "What is that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's Major Award." The guy that walks up and says, "What is that?" That's the director. That's right his on. little cameo. That's always see. I feel it's like always that, cool. that's going to be the extent of my acting. It's going to be as a much cameo. as I, like I would love to do. <laughs> acting and stuff like that i know i'm not gonna be a amazing actor like johnny depp or leonardo DiCaprio. i'm never gonna be of that caliber right right but you know i wouldn't mind being like like how kevin smith was oh just like a uh, bit part just bit parts and stuff like that or john favio i mean john favio is a really great actor though I'll, i'll give him that well the father part was originally supposed to be the father in the movie the old man is what it was referred to as. Uh-huh. Was originally supposed to be played by Jack Nicholson. But <laughs> oh, that would have been good. Jack Nicholson was on board. Jack Nicholson got the script. It was happening, and then they couldn't afford it. Oh. They couldn't afford Jack Nicholson. So, I mean, you're, if you're Jack Nicholson at that point, it's kind of like I get it. I could just. But I, there's also a point where it's like I could see a, him reacting. Film. I could see him reacting to Ralphie going, "Oh." Budge, and then him just looking up. Oh yeah, like Jack Nicholson. Like I could see that in my head, but it wasn't Fudge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on real quick to this random obscure films. Okay, okay, I'm gonna do the 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 one the least. I mean, I only have a few because when I start to dive in, it's kind of like uh, there's a lot of TV show specials. Yeah. Okay, where an episode will have like a Christmas special. I didn't. I don't want to count those because those are not ones. 
You know what I'm saying? No, like if, right, yeah. You know, like Webster, I think, an old 80s show, had a Christmas episode. Yeah, we're not going to do the, the and... holiday special of yeah. chips. Yeah, like... exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, a like, Christmas in Pac-Man land and stuff. Like, these random, like, the Ninja Turtles had a Christmas episode. Like, there's, there's somewhere, they were clearly made for TV, mm-hmm. and they played that year and never played again. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and then there's some that have played surprisingly every year and not necessarily in the u.s but in other countries um like the film we were much we you mentioned earlier the snowman yeah that's actually from britain so it plays every single year um since 1982 it's only 26 minutes long and it was originally taking taken from a story now there's no words in it. It's a it's a beautiful film. Yeah, it's 26 minutes. I, if you have kids and you need something relaxing that's not super hyper, but that's holiday, put it on. It's it's kind of chill. You can like drink hot cocoa and just watch. It's about a boy who builds a snowman and the snowman kind of takes them on an adventure. Yeah, and it's based around Christmas, so it's it's holiday. The original the original story has nothing to do with Christmas. In the original story, the boy builds a snowman, and the snowman represents death and takes the boy away. Oh, wow. Super dark, right? Like, yeah. this just went fucking sideways real quick. Yeah. And, yeah, so the if you, ask the, if you ask the author, it's way creepy, it's way darker than the film that adapted it comes out to be. The film's beautiful. There's only yeah, The only absolutely. words into it, the only words that are actually on, it's a song, I think, Magic in the air, or something like that, that plays, and that that song has words while it's all happening, but there's no spoken dialogue in the film at all. Right. Definitely, definitely recommend it. It is possible to watch. I think it is currently on Amazon Prime. Most likely, if there's going to be any streaming you, service that has it, it's going to be Amazon. You can definitely course. find it on YouTube, but I definitely recommend watching. Taking the 26 minutes, just watch it. It's from Britain. It's a beautiful film, 1982, The Snowman. Yeah. It is cartoon. Classic for Classic. our family. Yeah. Um, again, I'm going to do a couple of honorable mentions where I dug nowhere near okay. into them. Yeah, that's cool. No, let's uh, 1996, him. Hulk Hogan, Santa with muscles. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, super weird. I was like, hmm. This one came right off of Suburban Commando, which was actually kind of a big hit for Hulk Hogan. I remember that movie. See what I'm saying? Whenever this, remember he that. slips on the skateboard and shit. Right. Mr. Yeah. Nanny, he did that. And that I don't know. Um, he did, I think he did one called, I think it was called Mr. Nanny. Suburban Commando, No Holds Barred, and Santa with Muscles was towards the end of his holiday, holiday or Hollywood type right. stuff. It wasn't great. Weird. Creepy. Uh, Rankin and Bass in 1977 did Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey. I had no idea about this. I usually try to watch all of the the, an, the animated ones. Sorry. No clue. What the fuck is the, the name of it? Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey. I don't... Uh, all right. I, don't know. I had to say it like that because it's weird. But <laughs> yeah, what what year was this? Nineteen seventy seven. It was before either of us were. Nineteen seventy seven, yeah. and they missed the opportunity to call it the long eared jackass. Uh, well, it's nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, they're no, not going to exactly. say the word ass at all. Yeah, but jackass back then did not mean what it means now. They could have, <laughs> and they could have changed it. I don't know. It's Rankin and Bass. They were the Rudolph guys. So right. I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I'm going to find it. I'm going to watch it just to. I have to see it at least once. Yeah, like, it's one of those ones you just got to find it and watch it and. I'm going to go ahead and skip the Santa with muscles, but there was another one 
and I don't have nowhere to no idea where to find this, but I'm gonna find it because I feel like it's super. It when I found it, it was listed as super creepy, and not in the super creepy of like oh my god, it's spooky, like super creepy like this film is just creepy. It's called Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. Sounds magical. Yeah. It is a low-budget 1972 live-action film where Santa Claus gets stuck in Florida. (laughs) And he is, while he's there, talking with the children, he tells them the story of Jack and the Beanstalk. What? (laughs) Dude, what the... What? Yeah. He doesn't tell them, like, Rudolph. He doesn't tell them Frosty. He's like, sit down, children, and let me tell you the story about Jack... And the beanstalk. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've seen right. pictures. I've seen pictures. It's fucking weird. It's so fucking weird. I'm going to post the pictures on our Patreon, but I've seen it. I'm gonna. I gotta find a connect a link or something. I don't hook it up. But all right. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh, another real quick. This is the last mentioned one. No die. No. No digging. Santa Claus versus the Devil, 1959. <laughs> Yeah, this. <laughs> oh, you know who would get a kick out of this? Let me just make you know, a okay, quick, uh, make a quick nice, nice reach out here. Um, the totally weird and twisted podcast might get a kick out of this. I'm gonna send it over to the girls of the Twat Podcast and let them mess with it. <laughs> but it's literally called Santa Claus versus the Devil. It's a Mexican fantasy film where Lucifer and a demon named Pitch take on Santa Claus, who lives in outer space. <laughs> And has the help of Merlin the Wizard. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know if the totally weird and twisted podcast girls listen, but it's coming your way. If you are listening, <laughs> I'm sending it to you. You can deal with it. I guess do with it what you will. Whatever. Uh, okay, back to another <laughs> slight. I know you're gonna remember this film when I say it. And this is not a Jim Henson film. We'll get to that one in a minute. This one is called Santa Claus the Movie, 1985. Okay? Oh. This one has... I never did watch that, though. What the fuck is wrong with you? This is an amazing film. This has John Lithgow as a toy maker, the bad guy. There's a lot of chain smoking in the film too. It's 1985. There's a lot. No, yeah. There's a lot of McDonald's and chain smoking. So there's all kinds of bad shit. Yeah, because that was the thing. Is that it's like cigarette uh, tobacco industry had a big part in Hollywood films and stuff because it was like the product placement in tobacco in films. This, if you watch Santa Claus the movie, the product placement is is redonkulous. It is. Uh, John Lithgow plays uh, BZ toy maker Uh, Dudley Moore. This is how old this is. 1985. Dudley Moore is one of the elves. And it's a story. It's it's an origin. It's supposed to be an origin story of Santa Claus, like how Santa Claus came to be Santa Claus, and right. And they did a really good job. It's a father and son director writer team uh, that did the original Superman with with uh, Christopher Reeves. Oh, right on. So it's a it's a legit film. No, I remember like, it's, like we had it on DVD growing yeah, up. It's a ama- it's an amazing film. I just never watched it. Like I very much think that the new Christmas Chronicles on Netflix. Mm-hmm kind of takes its place um, because I very much love that whole Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. I think that's an amazing film. I I know we're not going to dive into that. Unfortunately, this year it was not picked, but there's even a sequel out. It, it's an amazing film. If you get a chance. And yeah, we'll talk about it watch next it. year. Santa Claus the Movie, 1985. John Lithgow, Dudley Moore, 
it's great. It's a good film. It's a good another one of those good classic family. I mean, I don't think kids nowadays are not going to appreciate it, but right. One more. This is this one. I'm not going to talk about the Star Wars one. All right. Oh yeah, you know what? I have that one. I do have it listed here at yeah. the bottom. Well, motherfucker, let's talk about it. I, I don't <laughs> like... want to talk about it. It's super. It's super crazy. Um, the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> yeah, the Star Wars oh. Holiday Special. I haven't seen it yet. You have it on fucking bootleg DVD. We're, gonna, we'll watch we're it. so watching it. We're gonna. We on may Christmas. watch it. We, fuck it. We may watch it tonight. I don't All even right, know. Let's go. Star Wars Holiday. I do. It's know, two hours. I. I don't think it's that long. Oh. I, God, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is I'm so bad. It. You can't. Here's the thing. It is so bad. Anytime it's posted to YouTube, Disney takes it down. Takes it down immediately. It's fucking bananas. It is because they want uh, the whole the whole universe wants nothing to do <laughs> with this film. It's so bad. Okay, it only aired and shown one time on television, so it's not even like a oh it's bad. We'll play it a couple years and then take it down. It's like after one time they were like never again. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Luke Skywalker shows up. Mark Hamill star is Luke Skywalker. He shows. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what the storyline is. I, I'm. We'll watch it. Whatever. Uh, if I can find photos, I'll post those. But Luke Skywalker shows up. Ha- Mark Hamill shows up. Apparently, Mark Hamill had like a bad spray tan that day, so he shows up looking <laughs> like orange, orange, like way too many suns on Tatooine. Orange, like uh, here I am. It's Christmas. There is approximately eighteen minutes. Of Wookiees talking to each other, like the Chewbacca characters mm-hmm. talking to with each other with no subtitles, and nobody has a fucking clue what they're talking about. <laughs> so that's how bad this is. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh my I can't God. wait to see this, bro. Uh, do you know who B. Arthur is? Yeah, from the Golden B. Girls. Yeah, yeah. She plays a bartender in the film. <laughs> uh, Jefferson Starship does a song. Uh, uh, Princess Leia. <laughs> Don't you get to meet she, Chewbacca's uh, family? You, yeah. It's uh, the storyline goes where Han Solo is trying to get Chewbacca, who's also played by. Um, it's all oh, the original it's the, it's cast. Original cast. All yeah. the original cast. Harrison Ford. Right. So, and Carrie Fisher does Leia, and she sings a song with the music from Star Wars, but it's a Christmas song. It's fucking bananas. God, and I can't wait for this. It's apparently Han is trying to get Chewie back to his home planet. To celebrate Life Day, not Christmas, Life Day, and so that's the and yeah, you get to meet you get to meet Chewie's dad, who watches apparently like a lot of TV and 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 cooking shows. And (laughs) dude, it's (laughs) this is awesome. Take whatever the fuck you think is wrong with the film and turn it upside down, and then that is it. And (laughs) it's ten times worse. It's so bad. Even descriptions of when I was trying to look up just information on it, people were just like. This is a fucking train wreck right from the jump. I can't wait. I'm probably um, going to rip a copy of your bootleg, <laughs> just so you know. Just so I can add it to my collection. Okay, so there's another. Yeah, that's one that's obscure. It's I, You know what? I, here's the thing. My bootleg copy, I never even watched. Yeah, I know. I could pop it in. It could be totally blank. It could be like a guy on there like, fuck you. You don't have this. <laughs> <For> yeah, <laughs> that's I, true. For all I know. Uh, it was given to me years ago by an old screenwriting partner as a Christmas present, and I still never watched it. Watch so. it actually just be like... A video message of him, of my old screenwriting partner, of your old screenwriting just partner. It's like, like, hey man, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, go fuck yourself. Thank you. <laughs> it's been great over these past couple years. Back in two thousand and three, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna move uh, to Tennessee now. I'm gonna, um, yeah, I'm gonna move far, far away and never talk to you again. Um, okay, now this last one I have. This is the last one. 
So I know we're, we're rolling up on probably close to an hour long episode. Uh, dude, we're we're going to go past that. But yeah, this is the last one I have. It's the Christmas toy. 1986. This is the Jim Henson's. I got some shit egg. to say about this. No, you this. do. I know. This is a family. This I don't say it's a family film. It's a, it is a family film, but it's a close to our family film. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's called a ladies and gentlemen, it's called Jim Henson's A Christmas Toy. It came out in 1986. It was originally presented Keep I, okay, I, I, remember I hate that how folks. I know this is weird. Remember that folks, came out in 1986. Keep that in mind for whenever I've got to say something. Go ahead, yes. Bob. <laughs> so it came out in 1986. Yeah, I remember it showing I remember when it showed I don't want to say I remember when it showed on TV, but I remember when it showed on TV, it was presented by Kraft. Uh, <laughs> that, that stuck in my head because they played so many Kraft commercials. Oh, yeah. Um, it is available to watch right now. Did you know that you can actually watch Jim Henson's A Christmas Toy on Prime Video? For free? If you have Prime Video. Well, yeah, score. It's fucking on there. Yeah, yo, now, if you guys haven't seen it, go go watch it. It's totally, yeah. If, if Even amazing. if you don't have kids... It's an amazing film. Yeah, it it is it is Jim Henson, so it is. The it's Mupp- not very it's, long either. It's the Muppets. I don't know what the runtime is on it. It's been done and re released so many times because the original in 1986 opens with Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Now Kermit the Frog is sitting on top of the house dressed as Santa Claus, and since Disney acquired Kermit the Frog and the rights to use Kermit the Frog, in 2008 the re release of Jim Henson's A Christmas Toy nixes kermit the frog from the beginning like all together because it wasn't supposed to be a muppet thing it's not it's just kermit and the and the whole the whole thing and the basis of it i'm gonna get the basis of it and i'll i know what you're gonna dive into so i'll let you dive but the basis of it is it's 50 minutes long it's only an hour so the, the basis of it is these toys that live in a playroom when a human walks out they all come to life and play. huh sounds familiar so <laughs> 1986. 1986. Jim Henson. Jim Henson comes up with a Christmas toy where the toys come to life and all play in a playroom together. And and what happens in the story, Bob? What happens in the story? Let's see. Um, it's Christmas, and the toys do an investigation to find out what new toys are going to be joining their crew. Correct. Hmm. Okay, so it's not quite a birthday. No. It's Christmas. I'm telling you, dude. Toy Story ripped off a Christmas toy. I, I agree. I like totally they agree. I don't do care. the it's they they investigated. Okay, so it's the Christmas toy. It's Christmas time. They're going down. They're sneaking downstairs to look right. at the gifts to Correct. see what toys are going to be joining up and everything like that. Because and the main character, the main toy, doesn't want to be replaced because he's the favorite. Rugby the tiger. He's which the was, favorite and doesn't want to be replaced. Side note: deep dive. Which was voiced by Dave Golez, the voice of Gonzo. So go yeah, ahead. the voice. Yeah, because he doesn't want to be replaced as, as the favorite or whatever. Right. So and then there happens to be fucking Queen Bitch from Space. Yeah, Meteora. Meteora. <laughs> I and now, know it in all Toy too well. St- and now in Toy Story, you've got Woody <laughs> is the favorite. Right. They investigate the birthday party with the army men. To find out what new toy is going to be, and all of a sudden you got Buzz Lightyear from space. Yeah, coincidence? Yeah. No, it's, Disney. Yeah, nah. it's kind of hard. It's kind of <laughs> hard. Jim Henson does it. Does it? I think in a more I don't want to say a loving way. It's in the more family oriented way, and he didn't stretch it out into a hour a and a half hour, long yeah. movie or whatever. And it wasn't cartoon. Mm-hmm. It was done with puppets. Uh, but yeah, so to, uh, for those of you who either have kids, don't have kids, or just like us, love the Muppets. 
Yeah. Uh, Listen, even if, if you if you liked Toy Story, please do me the favor. Watch a Christmas toy. It's free on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime right now. You can actually it, watch I it. I highly recommend it. It's only 50 minutes long, and it's way better than Toy Story, <laughs> in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, totally. But, I mean, totally. that's because it's my childhood, you know. I still grew up with Toy Story as well, but I started with Christmas toy. We all, I mean, we all did. I mean, we watched it when it came out in 1986, even before you were born. We watched it, and we, every yeah. single year we watched it. Hell, yeah. I think I even have it on VHS tape in yeah. <laughs> here Dude, somewhere. You, you painted the mouse above Rachel's door. In oh yeah, the mural. Right. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. So let's go into our segments of Florida Man. <laughs> you want to start with the Florida Man? I think we can. We can. We can start with the word. We can start with words. We can start with urban words. You want to start with that? We can. Yeah, let's start with the urban words. <laughs> yeah, let's do the urban words. Okay, so we've, I think this is about to much, turn into a game back and forth with uh, me and you, buddy. It, if as much fun as we've had with the urban dictionary, we have found a new source, new source, a new toy to play with, called the UrbanThesaurus.org. This connects directly with the urban dictionary, um, which again we we totally love and we're totally grateful that Peacockless actually made it onto the urban dictionary. Thank you for that. Uh, but the Urban Thesaurus is a little, a little uh, website where you can just put in the word you're looking for, and it'll give you other words. It'll give you synonyms for it. For yeah, that mean completely crazy shit. I'm gonna just type one in right quick. Here we got holidays. I typed in holidays. It comes up. Unwrap my wiener. <laughs> to unbutton or unzip one's fly to expose the penis derogatory term commonly used during the holidays in preparation for masturbation so that went sideways real fast yeah um, real quick so fast <laughs> okay bob i got one for you go ahead what is the holiday taint <laughs> i i don't i don't know it's the period of time between christmas and new year's day oh that one week <laughs> sign. It's, it's it's that little area between you know the meaning for based the brisket. Based the brisket? Uh, uh, it's got to be dirty. It's not. It means to be a home alone for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay, yeah. That still could be dirty. Reindeer games. Reindeer games? Yep. What do you think that is? Um, I, don't, I would like to say it's dirty, but I'm probably wrong. It actually is. Um, it is to, to rearrange the reindeer decorations in sexual positions. All right, then. Have you heard? Okay. Have you heard of this? Okay. This might just veer us off course for a minute. This is fucking nuts. Have you heard of a game called hot chocolate? No. Hot chocolate is a game in which three or more male players dip their balls into cups of steaming hot chocolate the f- yeah, that's right. Hot chocolate. Dip teabag your balls into a cup of hot chocolate. The first person to remove their balls from the cup is the loser. Yeah, I must drink everyone else's cup of hot oh, chocolate. What, what is that called? It's literally just called hot chocolate. Oh no, that's fucking gross. <laughs> People are gross. People are gross. So yeah, check out the <laughs> the Urban What's, Thesaurus. Oh my god, Scroogin. Scro- I've never heard. Scrooge be used as a verb. I love it. Okay. Scroogin. Scroogin. Detesting Christmas and all its related cheer. Scroogin. That's what it is? Yep. I love it. 
Oh, there's another word uh, besides holiday taint. Yeah. Goochmas. Anyways. Oh, boy. So if you want to have some fun this holiday season with the family, go over to – this doesn't sound like a commercial plug at this point. Go over to urbanthesaurus.org. Type in – you can literally type in any word. I can type in – it doesn't even have to be Christmas stuff. All right, moving on. Okay. (laughs) Let's go. Move on. Dude, have you seen that new commercial that's been airing for Match.com? Is is it a Christmas commercial? No. So it's no. a regular Match.com? It, it's I a know Match. Them. Well, it it's a end of the year Match.com commercial. You haven't seen this? No, I haven't. It's the devil. It's like he's oh. got on the full devil fucking universe costume, and he's on Match, and he matches with 2020. Yes, okay. But, I know he, but about. it doesn't say he meets up. He's like, are you? And he starts to say the name. She's like, please, just call me 2020. Yeah. And they like sp- steal toilet paper and shit. Dude, I fucking lost it when I Did, first saw that. I you thought know it was who amazing. it's by, right? And then I found out. Yeah. It's done by Maximum Effort Advertising, which it was done by Ryan Reynolds. And I was like, right. that makes sense. Yeah. Like, dude, I fucking I love those commercials every single time they come on. Like, because there's multiple ones now where they're like sitting down and they're talking about how they met on Match.com right. and stuff and like the conversations back and forth. Dude, it's all great, man. Every like, I wonder what the cost awesome. is. I don't know. That makeup was. No, I mean, for something like that, I understand. But I mean, I wonder what the cost is for advertising with maximum effort. I don't know. I'd love to find out. Well, you want to get the podcast on maximum effort Fuck advertising? Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> You kidding me? If there's any advertising team, that's the one I want working on our stuff. Especially, yeah, especially if it's going to be linked to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. This shit's hilarious. Yeah. It's just, I would just, I don't want this year to ever end. Or whatever, <laughs> or whatever it, it, he says. Yeah, I just don't want this year to end. And it's just like, it doesn't have to. And then there's like fucking meteors coming down. <laughs> it's fucking great. And it uh, says, make 2021 your year. Oh my God. Genius, bro. Genius so idea. Great. It was just like last Christmas when he took uh, the Peloton commercial. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Do you remember the Peloton commercial? And then like everybody, everybody the was kind of like crazy. Yeah. And I didn't, and I don't know if it's because I'm a male and I just didn't see it that way. Right. No, I, I no, I'm with you on that. I, I didn't see it that way either. Like the original commercial, I didn't see it like how people were talking about it. And right. then when I, right. when it was brought up, was mentioned or when it was explained how they saw it and then i watched it again through essentially their eyes i'm like okay yeah so i i see it yeah I <laughs> now i see it. it yeah yeah and so then when he did well, his, explain he, it because i don't know if anybody... oh so okay so that peloton commercial where the husband gets his wife the peloton uh bike, bike for christmas yeah and then she uses it throughout the year until like the very end like she at the, the following christmas she gets him a video that says thank you so much for my peloton or whatever the whatever the fuck it is yeah but it's a look it's a it's a very much a and this was explained in an interview with her it's very much a look she gives the camera where her eyebrows go into like a worried type look like this isn't going to be good enough right and that's what changes the tone but the actor that played the the husband took so much shit for it. yeah <laughs> even though he's like i'm just an actor i was just part of the act. like took all kinds of shit for it and then ryan reynolds got her to do the aviation, aviation gin. gin yeah where she's gotten divorced because of the pellets yeah. <laughs> because well they but, didn't yeah. say it but yeah it's funny it was, imp- it was like yeah you're single Implied. now Woo! Yeah. they're like drinking fucking gin martinis and shit <laughs> 
So yeah, the holiday. But ho- let's okay. Let's take a minute here for holiday commercials are crazy. Yeah, are so crazy, dude. The ones overseas even the, okay <laughs> even more. Okay, so there is a holiday commercial I have to show it to you, and I'll post it on our Patreon. I was like. Just like I'm not crying, you're crying. I was just, <laughs> dude. I was done. Wreck I was yourself. Done. Okay. Yeah. It was wreck. It was totally, totally wreck yourself. You want to talk about our wreck yourself thing right now and tell everybody? about Sure, that? we can. Okay. We do it every Thanksgiving. So every Thanksgiving, and we'll probably end up doing it this year for Christmas as well. We have a, a game that we sit down and play. Uh, we're the Rayhards gather around the television, which sounds crazy, but <laughs> the Rayhards gather around the television. And everybody pulls out their cell phone, and the TV is a smart TV, so it's hooked up to a whole system, and everybody can find holiday commercials that are tearjerkers yeah. and put them in the queue. And the the goal is to all watch these commercials together. And Without tr- crying. And try not to cry. <laughs> first one to cry loses. And first one to cry <laughs> loses, and you're out. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> And it's it's funny it's, it's it's a fun game to play it's because after you watch a commercial you're just looking at each other yeah like everybody's lost who, who's, <laughs> who's crying who's and then of course if you're crying you the answer is always I'm not crying you're crying I'm not crying you're crying yeah so and it's we call it we call it wreck the halls yeah and <laughs> and we play it every year it's so I don't say it's fun but it's like because there's new commercials every year no so there's yeah constantly, it's entertaining right. So anyway, there's another commercial I got to show you, and again, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna link it to our. And it's gonna be on our Patreon for them to see, and I'm gonna see like, we need some feedback on this, guys. We need some comments to see like, did this commercial wreck you? Okay. Okay. And but also, there's also the funny ones, which are, you know what? We'll post. We'll post great. a couple. We'll post like a couple f- commercials. Folgers. Oh yeah, the full. Okay. <laughs> You want to talk about the Folgers commercial for a second? Well, that's what I'm saying. It okay. Was, well, that was the was it SNL that did it? No, no. College I humor. Uh, either college humor or funny or die. The Folgers commercial where he, the 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 brother comes back from the army, and he's she's like the sister opens the door and she like gives him that look and she's like you're my present this year and puts the bow on him and it's just a awkward. It's a very creepy. awkwardly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It's 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 weird. It's so weird. Uh, but there's been so many spoofs on it that have made it that much more hilarious. Yeah. I'm just gonna find a bunch of Christmas commercials. I'm just gonna <laughs> post them. Oh my on god! Here. I'm just the gonna elephant, go nuts. The elephant that sneezes and farts. Oh, dude, <laughs> that is the best yes. commercial. That's definitely going. I might post that shit on Instagram. That shit is amazing, dude. It that that is by far the one of the funniest christmas commercials i think i've seen in a very, very okay yeah long po- time. definitely that's definitely going to get posted that's, <laughs> that's totally, our patreons are going to get flooded with shit they're going to be annoyed i know that i'm sorry i'm apologize now Merry no christmas. no no it's just small christmas gifts yeah just tiny tiny gifts uh <laughs> by the way um everybody on patreon i hope you like your gifts hope you like your yes your patreon exclusive yeah. ray Hart rundown christmas presents yeah but the gifts were fun to make they're fun to put together yeah lots of stuff uh, included, of course, everything related to our podcast, and who knows what we'll do next year. I don't know if we can get. I don't think we'll be, if we can get if we go bigger, go bigger, go home. Son. We're gonna need more. We're gonna need a truck to deliver all the shit. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> anyway, so watch out for Patreon if commercials. We, depending on how next year goes, I will dress my fat ass as Santa Claus and just walk down the street, <laughs> passing that shit out to all of y'all. Oh boy, uh, big ass fucking sack filled with fucking patreon gifts and just bam here you go oh god all right let's move on to florida man all right i've got a couple i know you've got one 
I have one that I think we should. I'll wait till you tell your mine's kind of holiday so okay yeah mine's not so we'll <laughs> stick with mine Florida man sets apartment complex on fire after manager told him to stop masturbating in front of the windows <laughs> and there's a picture of the hotel in its aftermath save as <laughs> and save all right that'll be on patreon he set the blaze according to police to get back at the management of the apartment complex whom he felt had treated him unjustly his reason? They recently told him to stop masturbating in front of his open windows and front door. He was arrested on a charge of first-degree arson and held at the Orient Road Jail without bail. Florida man calls 911 to check on his tax return. Dude, they're just, they're, they just don't care. So I, I guarantee you that's probably it. Oh! Okay, hold on. Hold the phone when it comes to Florida man. Hold the phone. So, I, mm, I want to say it was the last episode, or maybe the episode prior. But do you remember where we talked about the Florida man... That was sitting in his Mercedes, like... Jerking off. Jacking it in front of McDonald's? Yeah. Okay. So I, shockingly enough, talked to his old employer by pure accident. Wait, what? <laughs> so Hold on. This just in. Yeah, this just in. One of his old employers uh, listens to our podcast and was all like, Hey, I've got the, the, the lowdown. Here's the scoop. <laughs> and no came shit. to me and gave me info on this shit. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, okay. So, so here's the here's the thing. He was, and this is it's kind of like a bubble burst a little bit, but he was never like he was never charged. The charges were dropped. The woman, there was a woman that claimed to have seen him jerking off. The cops never saw him jerking off. It was a oh. woman that claimed to have seen him jerking off, and I always thought it was like twenty or thirty year old dude. That was just like right. being crazy in there. No, this was apparently like an 80-year-old guy. Oh, shit. Yeah, like he was living in his Mer- in the Mercedes that we were like, we were joking about, I think on the episode, we were like, would you rather, you know, be homeless in a Mercedes or be homeless in a, you know, on Honda? a Honda? Yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> but the Mercedes was like, like rusted out, like beat gotcha. to hell. Like it, you would not want to be homeless in this Mercedes type thing. And... He would go to McDonald's and sit in their parking lot to use their Wi-Fi. So there was a good chance he was jerking off. Because he was watching porn or something. His job was a pizza delivery guy. So the car worked. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah. and That makes me second guess on ordering pizza. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And apparently he, he had a brother... And they were always in a get-rich-quick type scheme, I guess. that's I don't know how this plays into it, but this is just more information that was given to me. It's fucking bananas. He tried to sue the police department I, after it, that? From what I understood, his there's there's not a photo anymore, but apparently there was a photo uh, at one time, and he's like a very odd-looking character. But, yeah, so long story short, it was an old guy, not a young dude. The Mercedes was super crappy. And he was at McDonald's for their Wi-Fi, so he could. So he was totally jacking. It, he bro. was jacking it. Yeah, let's be honest. He was <laughs> like he was totally. He was yeah. Okay. That's if yeah. you're homeless. If you're a homeless eighty-year-old pizza delivery driver in a rusted-out Mercedes, you're jacking it in the McDonald's <laughs> parking lot. I don't care who you are. Um, you got another one, or you want me to do mine? <laughs> 
Florida man tattoos Black Widow spider on his face to combat arachnophobia. What? Florida man tattoos a Black Widow spider on his face to combat arachnophobia. Where you're scared of spiders? Yeah, but it's on his face. It's on his face, and there's a picture of it. Yes. (laughs) Everybody fears spiders, he says. That's why I got it. Just to, like, maybe you know. It's what I fear, but not to fear it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No regrets, huh? Not a single letter. No (laughs) regrets. All right, Bob. Let's hear your holiday Florida man. Oh, my God. Listen to this. Okay, I'm going to do the ultimate story. Here we go. The ultimate Florida man. Yeah, you know this one, but I'm going to tell it anyways. All right. Florida man sexually assaults a stuffed Olaf doll at Target. (laughs) A Florida man who, quote unquote, let it go all over a stuffed (laughs) toy at a Target is now facing charges. 20-year-old in St. Petersburg was arrested Tuesday for for allegedly... People clearly saw it, so there's no allegedly. Violating <laughs> multiple stuffed animals in the store. <laughs> it was He it went to this store he went to the toy aisle and just begins dry humping a stuffed Olaf doll. And then it says he ejaculated on it. So he clearly oh. he had his junk out and yeah, let it go all over Olaf. <laughs> like whoa. Are, oh man. Are you kidding me? That's fucked. Literally. Uh yeah, he was <laughs> he was arrested on of course criminal mischief charges. Criminal mischief that's it? Uh I'm digging for more. I'm digging for more. Uh let's see here. Yeah, he was arrested on criminal mischief charges. I think indecent exposure. There's a picture. It's creepy. <laughs> uh it's, I'm traumatized just from looking at his face. Cop said he admitted his dirty deeds to the cop saying he did quote unquote stupid stuff on the Olaf. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I firmly believe in sterilization of a lot of people. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, as the store employees called the cops, stop this guy from letting it go again. The uh, He had already grabbed a unicorn stuffed animal from the <laughs> shelf. So he grabbed himself a horny horse and decided he was going to ride that thing next. All right. Uh, and apparently was dry humping that in the aisle when the cops showed up. <laughs> so <laughs> it was uh, way oh, past... Man. Oh, a one-time deal for him. He Where was, was this at? I don't know. He was in Target. It was a Target. Uh, I don't know. A freaking stuffed animal orgy the in the middle of contest right Target, now? <laughs> I guess. Jesus, people. It says here that they had to destroy the Olaf doll. Yeah. Well, I would fucking hope so. Yeah, well, it's not Walmart. You don't put it back on the shelf. Yeah, Jesus. Like, listen, if you're in a store and you ever feel the urge to fuck a stuffed animal just let it go but not in the way that he did how about leave the store how about there yeah just oh boy florida man you are wild and crazy so now i'm not shopping at target ever again <laughs> yeah no right <laughs> shit <laughs> fucking dude i use sanitizer uh, every time i leave uh, the store for oh my god the, for you know covid reasons but now even when covid's fixed i'm i'm fucking dude i sanitizer all the time uh, I'm gonna be buying sanitizer like it's fucking going out of style. No, they just, speaking don't of, worry, they destroyed the Olaf. Oh, you sure? <laughs> you you don't want to keep it? You want to put it back on the shelf? Huh? It's Walmart. Uh, un fucking believable. Um, uh, <laughs> dude, I barely go to Target as it is. Like, you honestly, did all your Christmas shopping at Target now? Yeah. Well, just don't now. I'm <laughs> just don't buy any Olaf dolls. 
Not buying kids' toys at Target. <laughs> Stick to Amazon. It's what everybody else does. Yeah, exactly. There's actually words for that too. What? Like they like they mix Amazon's name with Hanukkah and like oh, Christmas oh yeah, or like yeah, Santa yeah, Claus, that, but yeah. it's like it's like um, uh, Amazon Claus or some shit. Uh, yeah, like, some crazy shit. All right. Well, we've gone way too long on this episode, but we've given you a lot of information to think about. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of behind the scenes for your for your Christmas movies. A lot of behind the scenes for uh, stuff in classic classic movies. Some obscure Christmas movies. I don't know if you're gonna find, but again, we're gonna give you a recommendation of the Christmas toy, 1986 Christmas Jim Henson's A Christmas Toy, available on Amazon Prime Video. Yes, please check that out, and remember to stay away from Olaf dolls and Targets. And um, yeah, oh, I think that- uh, one more thing. Side note. Uh, our new Ray Hart Rundown Cozy Wear is available. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the super it's actually the shirts are a little different. They're the comfort tees, so they're a little softer, they're a little baggier. Um and it's all like socks and sweatpants and all the stuff that you like just get all winter. Cozy up with the hot cocoa. It, for the next yeah, it's gonna be there for the next it's next them. winter stuff is basically yeah. it's finally hit there. It's a new new and insignia, new logo. Check it out. It's on our you should be able to find it. Uh, it's definitely you should be able to click click in the link on the descriptions for this episode, and it should be in there for the Drummer merch store. But just stay tuned, uh, stay up to date on all of our social medias so that you know, you know when season two will finally start. And so again, so they've already started playing the music. So let's say goodnight. One more episode after this. That's right. And then the season will be over. So you all have a. You should be hearing this before the Christmas holiday. If you heard it after the Christmas holiday, well, that sucks for you. You should be up to more today. <laughs> uh, you all have a great holiday. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, everybody.